everybody's saying that. Like on Facebook, everybody's like, this is the best thing of all time. No. But then, like, I saw another post uh, earlier today where a, a lady was like, uh, well, I just wasted so much time watching this. Oh. And I was like, okay, I'm not the only one. Welcome to the Average AF Podcast with your hosts, Adam McElroy and Stephen Harden. Hey guys, welcome to the Average AF Podcast. This is episode 36. 36 is. I am here with Steve, as always. You know. Um, Just to let you guys know, we did just do uh, the Not Safe for Work Q&A answers. We just posted those on our Patreon right before we're recording this. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you're curious as to the crazy shit that people asked us (laughs) and some some stories that are definitely not safe for work and not safe for the public. Right. (laughs) Definitely uh, go check that out on our Patreon. Links in the episode description and our bios, all that fun stuff. Two bucks a month, you can hear it that much more. Yep, for sure. But I did want to kind of start the episode out with uh, kind of a little shout out to Sweetwater. Uh, If you're into music or podcasting or anything of the sort uh, with musical instruments or whatever, recording equipment, you've probably heard of them. Um, this is not an ad, so (laughs) don't, you know, don't hate us yet. Um, but I wanted to give them a shout out because we did just order more shit. Uh, that is the problem with me working from home is I've been the last two weeks. I've been surprising Steve with more and more shit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Legit surprises. Yeah. I I wanted to text that to you earlier. Like, Hey, by the way, I got some surprises, but Uh, uh, I typed it out. I typed it out and I was like, Nope, Nope. I'm going to make them wait. I love the way you did it. Yep. So, but I did want to shout out Sweetwater just because, uh, last week I talked about my shitty customer service experience with, uh, Verizon. Uh, Sweetwater is the opposite. I can say, they gave me a phone call after I ordered. Uh, we actually had a really personalized conversation about nice. kind of the coronavirus and our states there in Indiana and stuff. Um, but kept me in the loop. Uh, essentially, to make a long story short, uh, the gentleman let me know that this was supposed to ship out uh, the following day or the day after. And then I'd receive shipping information. I didn't receive any shipping information in that time frame. So I emailed them and I was really nice. You know, I'm like, hey, just, you know, just so you know, I was told this. Right. Um, Where's my shit? Right. No, but <laughs> right. Um, but I was like, hey, I understand because Indiana was going into a lockdown similar to Ohio as well. Um, and I was like, I'm just curious. Either way is fine. Um, and they're like, yeah, you know, we're working on it, all this kind of stuff. Um, and I responded with, that's cool. I understand. I was just hoping to get it by Saturday, Mm -hmm. you know, just to kind of throw it out there, but it's not a big deal. I understand. And, uh, they're like, yeah, we'll try to get this to you. And then 10 minutes later, I got a shipping notification from them. Dope. And then it showed up on my porch the next morning. Oh, wow. So shout out to, to Sweetwater. Um, just wanted to give them a shout out because, that's how you do customer service. Right. Um, even though it was maybe a day behind what they projected, given the situation and yeah, all that kind of given stuff. Given the times. Yeah, I definitely cool. understand it. Um, and then, like I said, they just, they, you know, they handled it exactly how you're supposed to. So. Right, right. Um, I'm familiar with Sweetwater only because uh, I was looking at on their site for things that I could use you know, to help me make the music that I make. Uh, and it seemed like a the the biggest thing I noticed right away was how reasonable the prices seemed to be compared to yeah. some other places that yeah, I was They definitely have at. some type of discount. I don't know I don't, how Maybe because they why, buy in bulk but, or whatnot. Yeah. Maybe because of that. 
but to hear that you actually, you know, bid on something from them and they hit you with that that immediate personalized, you know, feedback. Right. That's right. that's that's awesome. So, um, for anybody that's not familiar with them, like I said, not a not a sponsor or nothing like that. Just they they anything relating to music, recording, whatnot, you can find it on there. And like I said, uh, they have pretty reasonable prices compared to yep. some of the places you can go to. So go to them first. Yeah, shout out Sweetwater. But like I said, man, this. The last two weeks working from home, I've just been ordering shit, and it's a problem. Um, but aside from that, it's been kind of kind of business as usual. Um, but how's your how's your week been, man? Uh, same thing. Um, I am kind of concerned. I know we don't want to talk a lot about Corona. It's all over the news. I get it, but it is my life right now. Working with the public like I do. We went into this mandatory shutdown thing until the the sixth of April for us in Ohio here. Um, and so we thought in theory traffic would die down and it did. Um, but today way too many people out, mm-hmm. you know, when I see you buying candles, <laughs> like just Senate candles, not, not the emergency lighting, you know, catastrophe type. No, like these is to make your house smell good. It makes me wonder, you know, and it was a little too uncomfortable almost today in there for me. And, you know, it's just making me think that. Hey, you know, as a public, if we don't take this serious, they're going to extend it and they're going to be more strict on us. We don't want to get to that point to where they, they're literally locking us down. And if we come out of our houses, we have cops asking where we're going. We don't want to get to that point. I know it's getting nice and people want to get out and, you know, do things. But the only thing open is, you know, certain places. <laughs> I yeah. get it, people, but go buy an Xbox or something like go find things. To, there are things to do inside of your house, you know. You might have to spend some money to do it, but, you know, please, I just urge everybody that's not taking it seriously to please do, because I don't want to be stuck in the house all summer. <laughs> right, right. And uh, if we do end up getting kind of locked down, uh, me and Steve have already kind of talked about doing some type of bonus podcast stuff yeah. for a full quarantine. If, you know, if we don't have to go to work, both of our jobs are uh, very essential, not even just basic essential. It's, yeah. Yeah. They're they're very necessary for everybody, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but if everybody gets locked down and like nobody's allowed to do shit, <laughs> we're gonna be doing a lot of podcasting. Yeah, sounds um, good to me. Sorry. So, just kind of stay out, you know, stay on the lookout for that. If um, if shit outside is that bad, hopefully shit in your ears is gonna be a little better. <laughs> uh-huh. Well said, sir. Um, but yeah, everybody, man, with, with staying inside, I've been watching a lot more podcasts and things like that. And all the podcasts I've been listening to have been talking about this damn Tiger King show <laughs> on Netflix. Yes, sir. Everybody on Facebook. And it's, it's crazy that you brought that up because I had just been watching it. I think I pulled up Netflix and it said trending today, number one. And I watched a little preview and I automatically play, play previews on there. Right. And I watched it and I was like, what? And then, you know, the murder mystery stuff we talked about last week kind of got me intrigued. And I started watching a little bit, but I want to know what you think about it. Well, so it was hyped up by everybody. Like I said, on, on the podcast I listened to, uh, you know, Brendan Schaub, Theo Vaughn, Joe Rogan, Burt Kreischer, you know, Tom Segura, all the comedians that I listened to. Uh, love the show and think it's the best thing of all time. Oh, um, uh. Everybody on Facebook is saying basically the same thing. Like, hey, you have nothing to do, so why not watch it? Which I get. Um, and I will say, like I said, I've, I've been watching more podcasts, but uh, I, ca- I caught the end of, I think, the second episode, and I believe the third and fourth episode in full. So I didn't watch the whole thing. Okay. Um, and I did not start it from the beginning. But again, I've been hearing about it all week. So I know the premise. I know what's going on. Pretty much know the ending and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I don't I don't get the hype, man. Uh, I watched from the beginning and I'm halfway through episode number four. I think I've, I think it's, yeah, I watched the first three first episode i liked a lot maybe want to watch the second one i think i went immediately into that second one was kind of and eh. the third one it kind of picked back up again where you know if you're not watching there's a i don't want to spoil too much but there's a woman in there who was accused of murdering her husband 
and there's a whole bunch of controversy around what happened to his body because he completely disappeared. No trace of him whatsoever. And there's different arguments and things like that as to what happened. And then the fourth one is kind of just mellowing out again. So greatest thing I've ever watched. Uh, fuck no. Honestly, um, if it wasn't for this quarantine shit, I probably it probably wouldn't have got no play at all in my house. It was just right. something that you know to do in the moment. Um, I it's it's enough to keep me intrigued. I guess I'll probably end up finishing it unless it gets super boring. Uh, but there are some interesting characters in there, and yeah. um. Like I said, I was mostly drawn in by the murder part, which I thought it was going to be about. But no, it's really about these two rivals, kind of, who just yeah. are, they're, they're really, they're both making money off each other with the thing and, you know, a really controversial method of, right. you know, dealing dealing with the exotic animals. And things. Again, I, I didn't watch the whole thing, um, but everybody, all the memes I've seen, everything on Facebook, you know, Instagram, whatever, uh, everybody basically says she murdered her husband, right? That's basically what everybody's saying, even though it's not really proven yeah. or anything. Um, what I will say, though, is, again, I've only seen a couple episodes, but one of the episodes I saw mentioned that uh, she filed... Uh, for like to get his death certificate or whatever right, it is right yeah um you can do that after somebody's missing for five years right and she filed for that five years and a day after right. he went missing yeah i'm like look potential like yes. if you're if you're missing anybody in the family you're not gonna want to just be like oh well i guess they're dead right you know you're gonna start you're gonna keep hunting you know yeah so did you also see the part where the wording at the top of the the one document that said in the event of my death or disappearance and everybody uh-uh. was kind of like you don't normally put in right. the result of my disappearance in your will like you're planning on disappearing or right. planning on getting that's kidnapped n- yeah that's never or some uh, shit like that yeah and that was very interesting too uh-huh. i tend to just from watching murder stuff and watching you know um suspects and trying to pick and decide who did it before they tell you carol is very convincing to me she her her, she just seems very calm almost to the point to where uh she's too calm that's the problem there's usually to me i can sense a bit of nervousness in their words or in their tone or their body language I don't see any of that with her, which unless you're a complete psychopath, I, was gonna I say, think it's, it's completely hard to pull off. It's called being a sociopath. Yeah, like it's the way the way that she talks about it and the way that she talks about being uh, accused of what she's accused of and things like that, like and she's laughing it off and all this yeah. stuff like if you're being accused of your husband's murder and you didn't do it and you loved the man, you're going to be like you're you're gonna get angry, and that's I actually this isn't the the best source, but I learned uh-huh. this from Law and Order <laughs> 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 that uh, usually when when they do like good cop bad cop or whatever, and they yeah. start yelling at you or whatever, if you don't get angry that they're accusing you of some shit, then they're gonna think you did it. If you sat if you sit there calmly, right. But a normal person would get frustrated with that and be like, I didn't fucking do it. Like, what are you, you know what I mean? And get, and get kind of defensive. If you don't get defensive, it's a red flag. Gotcha. And I, you know, I don't know if that's accurate, but I mean, it sounds real. I I definitely hear your point. Uh, But I always thought, I'm thinking of it in the context of, hey, it's been so long and she's just kind of emotionally dead about the situation. I could see myself getting to that point. If I was accused of murdering my wife. After five, six, seven years, that that whole kind of I don't know that fire for defending myself would just die after a while, and I would just quit giving a fuck what people think because I know what happened. You know what I mean? But nobody knows what happened. <laughs> yeah, but, but I get you. From, yeah, from her perspective, you know, uh, I'm assuming, like I said, I don't know exactly all the questions they're asking there in the documentary. I'm assuming it's been uh, some time, so. The jury for me is still out. There's a lot of evidence that definitely points to her fucking killing them. Right. But just going basically, you know, having of, like a million fucking tigers on the property. Yeah. And not and then, 
Right. Uh, and then they had different reasons. Like, you know, she wanted to save him where he wanted to make money off of him. And, I, and they said something about she got to the point where she just was so frustrated with what he wanted to do with the animals. That played a lot into why she decided to murder him. And she would get nothing if they divorced. He wanted the divorce. And yeah, you're right. Because <laughs> there's some shit about the diary, too. She said, like, I wish there was a way out of this. I don't know if you've seen that. Uh-uh. No. So she had a little diary. Joe ended up getting it and reading it on fucking. Oh yeah, yeah. nice. But there was a part of it where she was like, "There's not, you know, I wish there was a way out of this type of thing." And it just, it is very, very convincing yeah. on yeah. that front. But uh, we'll we'll move on after a little bit. Yeah. One more thing I want to say is that I would figure though, even if she did feed him to the lions or whatever tigers, there would be some sort of evidence of that. Some bones. And somebody mentioned that in the thing. That's some bones, something. But Joe made the point like, hey, if you ever fed a, a fucking tiger a, a whole turkey, their stomachs are so acidic that nothing, you won't find any of that. But then again, I'm like, but damn, not even no blood or nothing? Well, yeah, but I, I thought about that meat too. Meat grinder? They never, they thought they, they put it through a meat grinder, him through a meat grinder, but they never tested it. They refused to test it for some reason. For DNA evidence. Well, it's, you got to think of all the meat that goes through that and all the meat that they eat and all this kind of stuff. And I it, still think there would be. I, I guess I watched too much Forensic Files. I think there would yeah. still be trace evidence of some of his DNA in there somewhere. And they were in Florida, right? Yeah. That's probably why. Okay. Florida fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but very intriguing show. But the best thing I ever watched. And yeah, far from it. Yeah. Um, I get it. There's a lot going on. There's a lot fucking happening. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a good show. Uh, it didn't fully keep my interest, which is kind of hard to do. But <laughs> uh, I mean, I was. It wasn't one of those things where. The next episode came on, and you know I was like, "All right, hit play!" Like right, right now, right, like right. It, the it said, "Hey, do you want to watch the next episode?" Where I was at, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna head home." Like right. I had the option to stay there, you yeah. know, but I was like, "Eh." Yeah, just for the sake of conversation, I'm gonna finish it, but uh, I don't. I I think it could have been a lot shorter. Right, honestly, especially like seven episodes. Of, yeah, like I said, I thought I was about over, and I'm only halfway through four. I don't see what else much more they can go into that right. depth about. We'll see, but um, as of right now, I feel like it could have been a short. I think the rest is about like Joe going to jail and all that. Oh, he went to jail. I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So but, I'll definitely finish it next week. Okay. Um, I'll have a small report about okay. my final decision on if she killed him and what I think of the whole show. <laughs> okay. And yeah, I mean, let us know what you guys think. Uh, you know, I know everybody and their mothers watching this, <laughs> so let us know if we're we're off, you know, off tilt with with how we feel about it, or if you agree that it's not it's a good show, but it's not the best. I right. don't know why everybody's saying that. Like on Facebook, everybody's like, "This is the best thing of all time," no. but then like I saw another post uh, earlier today. Where a a lady was like, uh, well, I just wasted so much time watching this. Uh, and I was like, okay, I'm not the only one. Right. So wanted to bring it up just since we both have kind of watched it a little bit and we both kind of agree that it's okay, but right, right. I would have never watched it. it for yeah. sure. But yeah, there was very easily a chance of it not getting played at all in my right. house. So. Yeah, I, I attribute it to no sports, really. Honestly, you probably yeah. damn right. Yeah. Completely. Um other than that though, I mean, so my week, one thing I wanted to bring up because people people that are close to me know this, like I don't sleep that well, right? Mm-hmm. Um I very very rarely get REM sleep, which is where your body like recovers and stuff right. is where you get that deep sleep. Right. Uh and I very rarely get that, which is why I'm always tired all the time. My body's falling apart for real, like yeah, like ungodly right. an amount. Um, I also don't eat very healthy and stuff, so I mean that plays a factor too. Sure, but. but yeah, my body basically doesn't recover. But in the last week or two, uh, I've actually started dreaming again. Oh, uh, which I never dream because I never get into REM sleep. Gotcha. So lately, I've been dreaming again, and they're. They're not always like pleasant dreams. They're not necessarily nightmares or anything like that. But 
to me, like, I don't really care about that. Like, it's cool to dream again and to to know that I'm actually getting some REM, s- some good sleep. Because yeah. again, I work from home, so like, which I've we've all not we've all started to like not give a fuck at work, <laughs> basically. Um, and uh, like Friday yesterday, uh, I got out of bed. Like we're supposed to be clocked in and laptops up and yeah. working at eight o'clock. Rolled out of bed at eight o'clock. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I don't care. And I like logged in at like eight oh three and was like, oh my god, like not even awake yet. But um, but I'm going to sleep around eleven twelve. You know, so I'm actually getting okay, a decent kind of full night sleep. Yeah. yeah. Now I still wake up probably four or five times throughout the night. That's fine. Um, but I can generally go back to sleep right. relatively quickly. Right. Uh, so yeah, man, it's just, it's just kind of cool. It's a, it's a positive little thing that's going on, uh, that I can dream again and I'm actually getting a good amount of sleep again. So I wanted to, to mention that as, as a little bit of happy news in the, the terrible times that we're having right now. Yeah, for real. Uh, this week too, we wanted to. Uh, actually do an album review it's been a while yes we uh for for those of you who haven't been listening from the beginning uh thank you for for coming aboard but uh (laughs) we originally started this kind of doing album reviews and Mm -hmm. talking more music and things like that and then we realized like we don't really have that much time to fully dive into albums as much as we wanted want to right especially when they're a little longer and things like that. Uh, but Steve mentioned last week uh, about an album that recently came out, and uh, he wanted to do an album review, kind of kick it old school here uh, with what we used to do. So I'll let I'll let you take over for that. Yeah, um, so Jay Electronica, who's a rapper, um, a lot of people are familiar with him, a lot of people are not. He was, just to give a little background, he was signed... Way back in 2010 to Rock Nation, which is Jay-Z's label, um, after a bidding war between him, I heard Diddy was involved, and then um, he dropped a, a single or two then, a lot of people liked it, but since then, he's been on features and non-album songs, so this is actually his debut album, 10 years later. Really? I didn't realize it was his debut. His debut album. I know he's been a ghost for a while, Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. So he just finally released... His debut album. The reason I wanted to uh, review it prior to, um, well, I guess last week, uh, I had listened to it for the first time, actually, yesterday. Same, but, actually. Yeah. yeah um, but last week, you know, I kept reading these articles, these headlines about all oh, Jay Electronica got washed on his own album by Jay-Z. And I'm thinking like, okay, oh, what are you talking about, one song? And then they'll come to find out the album's, I think, 10 tracks. Yep. Jay-Z's on eight of them. Yep. And not just a little bit, not doing a hook or, you know, he's doing full-blown verses. Actually taking over some of the songs, in my opinion, um, just with more uh, lyrics and bars and things like that throughout the whole album. It's really a a nine-track album, kind of, because the first track's just Just an intro. Right, right. Nine Um, tracks, Jay-Z's on eight of them. Yeah. 40 minutes, so rather short, but I'm I'm, I'm not... uh, I'm not a, not opposed to that. Yeah, really. As long as the, the content's good. With that being said, I think it's a good album. And the like I said, the main reason I wanted to listen to it is because they say Jay Z pretty much overshadowed him on the whole thing. After listening to it, when I have to agree, right? Now I wanted a little bit more time initially to review because what you said, you understood pretty much the whole lyrics. You know, listening to it through the first time, which, you know, like I said, I'm going to have to go back because there's a lot of references to, you know, uh, Allah and. Well, that's that's one thing. Islam. And there's a lot of these lines, a lot of things that they say in there that I'm just like, what? Okay, I need to go do some research on that and figure out exactly what he's talking about. Well, that's one thing I I did want to kind of bring up, too. Like, uh, so are you familiar with uh, the Nation of Islam? what that is i guess not fully so 
there's another podcast I listened to who happened in the last week or two discuss the Nation of Islam for a good two, three hours and oh, like wow. kind of dove into it. That's what they do. They dive into some history stuff okay, um, and make it funny and things like that. But okay. uh, so I kind of learned about it. And when in the intro track, just what what they were saying, I was like, okay, well, wait a second. This sounds a lot like what they were mentioning on the podcast. So I looked it up okay. to see what religion Jay Electronica, um, you know, went with. And he is part of the Nation of Islam. He said he's a registered member. Okay. So it's it's legit. But the Nation of Islam is known for being essentially black supremacists. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So um, they're... I don't know how it is now. Right. They were talking about it, things that happened, I think, in the 80s and 90s. But I wanted to kind of read this little thing about the Nation of Islam that uh, that I found interesting. It says, critics have described the theology of the organization as promoting black supremacy, um, anti-Semitism, and anti-LGBT rhetoric. Oh, wow. And he's he's a member of that. Right. So... That's that's the one thing that kind of threw me off too, uh, is that like, I understand, and I mean this is coming from a white guy, so I understand black pride and you know pride yeah. in your uh, race and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely, unless you're a white guy, don't do that. But like, it seems like the Nation of Islam, from what I've heard, take it a little further. They kind of do like. Obviously, they don't like enslaved people and things right. like that. But it's it's kind of the counter of that, of how it used to be. So it kind of threw me off originally. And he's, So are the Black, real quick, are the Black Panthers based in that then? Uh, I think this is a more extreme version of the Black Even Panthers. Even more so than that. Yes, from wow. my understanding. Okay. Now, right. again, I don't know. I could be wrong. But from the little bit I read today and the you know, podcasts that I listen to. Yeah. It's a three hour podcast and they dive deep into so every sure everything. Of, yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, that kind of threw me off right away. And I don't know if that just put like a bad taste in my mouth or or what it was, but he was speaking in tongues a little right, bit and right, right. the Allah references and things like that. Just and, many of those. Yeah. And I don't care about all that. Okay. Like when when people get religious on music, that's fine and that's all well and good, but right. I'm not going to look into what you mean by what you're saying. Gotcha. That's out the door for me because I don't care about that. Gotcha. And I'm not trying to shit on it or anything like that. Like, do you, but the the Nation of Islam seems to be one thing that I can't get behind. Okay. From my understanding. So it was weird for him to start the album like that and then have that kind of honestly that theme throughout the whole album really right so it kind of put me off in that aspect gotcha okay that's interesting now you want to make me go home and just read you know start with a wikipedia page and then just browse right. from the sources because right. like I, I i just know famous people that was nations you know muhammad ali and you know i'm pretty sure malcolm x was affiliated uh with the nation of islam so i'm gonna have to go and really i've never heard of well, that though so being Islamic is different than the Nation of Islam. Oh. Yeah, that's the difference. It's Wow. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, there's something called the, the Yahweh cult. Okay. Which is uh I think how this started, I could be wrong. Um, but it was basically somebody who took that to the next level gotcha. kind of thing. It was a guy named Yahweh or Yahweh Yahweh or something like that was mm-hmm. his name. Uh and I can send you the link if you want. The podcast yeah, is I awesome. I need to learn about it because, yeah, I definitely want to. Um, but he he's a white guy, a white comedian, and he was talking about like shitty white people for the last month. Yeah. And so he was like, all right, well, let's just dive into the other side of it. So it was, it was interesting. I don't know if that kind of put the bad taste in my mouth. Right. But right away I was like, I don't, I don't fuck with this. Right. Okay. Um, but with that said... The music itself, to me, to be honest, was hard to listen to. Oh, wow. 
it, I I didn't like the sound. Okay. I I didn't I didn't like the sound of the album at all. Okay. Uh, I thought it sounded very original. I can't argue. Meaning, right? Strictly meaning that it doesn't sound like anybody else's stuff, which I appreciate. Right. It's hard to do in a world full of artists and a world full of rappers, honestly. So I I, I give him praise for that. Uh, but some of the production did sound cluttered. Very like, cluttered. Like yep. there was a, a, a few of the beats it. that I just had too much going on. Mm-hmm. And the first time I listened, I listened to my studio headphones, which pick up everything. It's going to, you know, you can hear every little thing that's going on. It's just like, what is going on? And some of it, I think, flows well. But um, so production wise, I'll give it maybe a C in somewhere in that area. Uh Jay Z definitely had better bars throughout. Yep. But he also made he, a, he a lot of references, yeah, to the Islam thing, which made me wonder about him. I know he's not a registered member, quote unquote. He can't be. I would have known that. But he seems to at least think highly of, in my opinion, the nation right. of Islam as well. Now, with all the references and stuff, knowing that it's religious, it's a bit much. But it's your album, like I said, I never, right. I never knocked that. Like it's your album, say what you want, do what you want. There is a little bit too much of the whole Islamic theme and references right. and all of that, and it does get repetitive pretty quick. Right. Uh, I do agree with that. Uh, but I think overall, for his being his debut album, if that's all we're gonna hear from him every time you drop an album, make this your only one. Well, yeah, like. That's my thing, like, for me, so, basically, it's a nine-track album, right? Eight of the tracks had Jay-Z, and there were three other features. Right. You're talking about 11 features on a nine-track album. Right. Right. And Your ha- album or not, right. Right, and so, like, I, I thought of this as kind of a dad joke, and it's stupid, but the the album should have been by Jay-Z Electronica. Yeah. Like that's who it should have been called that or right. something like that because right it's definitely for like more of a collab album yeah it's it's kind of it feels like uh, the Jay Z Lincoln Park album yeah you yeah. know what I mean like yep. it's it's obviously not a mashup or whatever right. but it it definitely seems like a collab album and one it pissed me off because like one it's your album. Yes. Make it your fucking album. Even if it is Jay-Z, which I fucking idolize, I would not... If it's my album, right. yes, I'd love you on it. Not on every single track. I, I don't know how even he even... As much as he is a fan like how, of him. How can you have nine tracks with 11 features? Like, how, how are you yeah. not, as a as a rapper or a musician, which right. I guess he's kind of more known for producing and things like that, to some extent, but yeah. like... How can you not fill up nine tracks of yourself or mostly yourself? Right. Like at least seventy five percent of yourself. Right. Right. I get some that. features and things like that. Absolutely. Yeah. But uh and it also pissed me off because like if Jay's gonna rap this much, put out some fucking songs. Yeah. <laughs> like put out put out content. Yeah. Um it kind of reminded me of what was Jay Z's last album? Was it four forty four? Mm-hmm. Um, this album kind of sounded like 444 to me, but I think it's because of the content of it. Yeah. And that there was so much Jay-Z. Right. Like it, it kind of sounded like almost a 444 plus J Electronica album. Okay. I can see that. Like, I don't know. And, I see that. and I, I liked 444. It was a, it was a good album. Um, it's not something that I listen to frequently or anything like that, but it's solid for right. sure. Uh, but yeah, if I mean Jay put out what like s- like six or seven verses and a couple hooks. Yeah. Like, where's the album, man? Right. Where's the mixtape? Where's the that's two three songs? Like, right. right. Put something out. Yeah. If I you're if you're willing to jump on half of this guy's album. Right. <laughs> like Jay took half the album. Travis Scott took like 10%. Right. And I think the other feature was The Dream. Yeah. He was on two tracks. On I two believe. tracks, which yeah. is the other 10%. Right. That's 70%. Right. 
Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad, especially for your uh, a solo album. And on top of that being your debut album. Right. I didn't realize it was a debut album. After 10 years. So, like, what have you been doing? See, to me, like, your album, and I, I get I get this might not always be the case, but generally speaking, I try to think of, like, albums as if a new listener tur- turns it on, they should be, they should like it enough to want to go listen to your old stuff. That's yeah. kind of the idea behind it. Right. To some extent, not always. Obviously, you want to you don't want to cater to your fans, but you want to make your fans happy. Um but you also want to you know, kind of hook in new listeners right. and stuff like right. that. I don't know how many people are going to listen to this album and want to listen to some other shit. Right. You know that what I mean? Like yeah. I listened to it once and that's why I was like, dude, I think I'm good. I listened to it again today just yeah. to make sure. Right. And I did appreciate some of the bars a little more and stuff. But, like, I caught myself every time Jay-Z came on the track, like, all respect to him. He's one of the goats. But I, like, rolled my eyes. Uh-huh. I was like, what the fuck? Like, because <laughs> I didn't realize it. I thought he did, like, four features, right. which was no, a lot. Dude was he all over it. He did eight. He was all over it. Like. All over it. It's just... And honestly, like I said, he sounded more confident throughout the whole thing. Not to say Jay Electronica didn't, but it just felt like more of a Jay-Z song. Every song, damn near, sounded like a Jay-Z song more so than a Jay Electronica song. Well, I think Jay-Z was rapping, and it sounded like Jay Electronica was more talking. It was more right. spoken word, more right. Right. trying to like you know, drive home the point and right. stuff instead of... Which try- is, that's kind of his style. Which is anyway. okay. Yeah. That's not a problem. But like you said, it, it comes across as who's confident and who's kind of hiding behind it and only right. given 90% maybe right. or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I just, I was not a fan of this album. Um, to be honest with you, I'm probably going to remove it off my phone. <laughs> like, and I don't do that yeah. very often, but... Yeah. Uh, now that I've played it twice, it's going to be in my recently played playlist right? and I don't want to hear it. <laughs> so I'm going to remove it. And that's the playlist I use all the time because right. it's what I've recently been listening right. to. Right. Um, so I'm going to remove it probably as I'm pulling out of here tonight <laughs> because I don't want to hear it, man. It's, it's not a bad album, but, um, I wanted to ask you too, uh, one out of 10 and you could do like. You know, nine point nine, nine point seven, whatever. Okay. One out of ten. What would you give it? Um, I would give it a seven point five. I was thinking six point five. Six point five. It's in like four of those points is because it's professionally made. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> you know what I mean, All right? And the other like point and a half is Jay Z, yeah. and the other half a point. Maybe full point. I don't remember about the math now. Uh, is the originality because mm-hmm. it was an original album, but and again, make the music you want to make. That's perfectly fine. But at the same time, like it just seems so directed that you're only gonna only people that I don't want to say only, but the majority of people that are gonna love this album have those same potentially religious views exactly. or thoughts. That's or what whatever. I'm saying. It it doesn't have a whole lot of replay value. Right. Obviously that shit he didn't make any club bangers, which I'm fine with that. You know, you're not making that stuff for the radio or whatever, you know. But I don't even know think there's a single on the album that you could honestly play on the radio because all of it is just so much of the you know, the Islamic thing and the speaking in tongues and all these references that is going to go over people's heads for the most part, unless you're affiliated or know about, you know, right. that type of thing. Uh, but yeah, for a debut album, I'm going to have to call it a fail. Yeah. It really is. Especially after 10 years of, you know, a few tracks here and there in ghostwriting. And this is what you came with, you know, somebody else, I mean, somebody just to come on your your, your album and just pretty much how much of it hold give, your hand through it almost. I was going to say, given all the features and all the other stuff, how much of it do you think he actually wrote? I think he wrote all of his own shit for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I give him that all day, but it doesn't make me, I probably will check for his next shit just to see what it's about but am i like jumping like on my edge of my seat like oh shit i can't wait to the next 
who knows, it might be another 10 years anyway. And on top of that, I don't know. I'll probably put it in my queue, but it's not going to jump to the front. And the problem is he's probably going to get another album because, one, Jay-Z probably likes this album. Oh, yeah. Because it's 50% him. Right. And I would say, and again, this is just me kind of throwing this out there, but in all reality, I probably think 60 to 70% of the streams and the replays are going to be because of Jay-Z. I agree. They're going to say, hey, let's listen to this because of what Jay-Z did, not Jay Electronica. Right. And that's unfortunate for him, but you got to yeah, do better, man. I don't think of any of those tracks. I'm thinking about it. I would say Jay, he even had a better verse. Than not Jay-Z. a single one. Not a single one. And he had a crazy. couple. He had a couple solid verses, nothing I was super impressed with, yeah. but... They were okay, you yeah. know. I, you know, uh, Paul, you know, they were up to par, maybe even a little right. better. But I was definitely not blown away by a single thing. Yeah. Even again, all respect to him, I think Jay could have done a little better too. Yeah. But at the same time, do you want full Jay right. on somebody who's Else's quote unquote album? Yeah. Well, it's not even that. It's somebody who can't even come close to that thing. Yeah. So if you're gonna like people were telling you Jay outrapped him, right? Yeah. I think Jay was given eighty percent. Wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? If yeah. he would have fully went in like he normally does, right? This dude wouldn't have a career anymore. Yeah. Because they'd be like, dude, what are you doing? Like yeah. he wouldn't even be close to keeping up. Yeah. So I almost kind of feel like Jay Z which he, Jay-Z said he was a huge fan of him anyway, but kind of, hey, let me jump on your album because you haven't dropped anything in so long just to kind of make sure I'll put my name on it kind of but thing. But not eight tracks. Yeah. I, yeah, he walked him through that. Yeah. I don't I don't understand the thinking behind that. I really don't. Either Even for, for Jay being the executor that he is and him, you know, making artists who they are, like, I, I can't believe he even approved of it without making it, like, let's make it a collab album. Rather than, like, no, this is your album, this album, but, yeah, this is your album. Like, Do you think but, he, he knew that he needed to carry the album? That's what I'm That's what I'm kind of wondering. Like, because it's been so long, you haven't came out with much of anything. Just to make sure you don't completely flop, let me hop on. Actually, Every fucking track. Yeah, and it kind of went from that to probably, oh, man, I really like this. Let me do something with that, too, or that, too. Or, you know, I I really wonder how many tracks, you know, track, let's get right. trimmed down. Right. So you can't, you, like, what if, like, the original track listing had 15, but they decided to go with the eight with Jay-Z on it? Like, yeah, that's but, just ridiculous. But, yeah, I don't think he would have approved that unless he really thought it was necessary. I don't know, man. I think it says a lot about. I don't know. I I I, I don't know. It it definitely whether he wants it to or not. It says a lot about his own confidence and his ability to make an album. In my opinion, that he, he had him on there so many times. Yeah, like because even like okay, Jay Z's better than probably. I would put one rapper over him because Jay Z's my favorite rapper, but he's not the best rapper. We all know who the best rapper is. But it was almost kind of like a thing where, you know, hey, let me let me do this for you. Kind of it's, it's 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 a bad look on both their parts, in my opinion. I'm wondering if because I didn't know about the, the outbidding type thing that you were talking about between yeah. Jay and, and Diddy. I wonder if there was a little pride factor to where Jay was like, fuck, like, right. I chose this and this is what you're giving me. Right. Like, you got to spice this up. Right. And... Especially I, after so long. Right. I just... There's the... It sucks because the album... uh The album left me with a lot of questions that I didn't care to find out about. <laughs> you know what I right. mean? It, it left me thinking about a lot of shit, and then I was like, I don't care. Yeah. Because it wasn't good. Yeah. Like, I mean, not that it wasn't good, but right. With okay, so what about this one through ten without Jay Z on there? What would you give the album? Ooh, it'd probably be a three or. I was four. gonna say three or four. It's yeah, 
That's wild, man. Yeah. That really is. Yeah. That really is. It's crazy. And then uh, another album that actually just recently came out was uh, The Palmer Squares, uh, With or Without It. Yes, yes. Since we're on the on the topic of music, I kind of wanted to bring that up um, because that album, I was blown away with. Um, I okay. really enjoyed it. Well, I wouldn't say I was blown away with it. I don't think it was their best work, but it was damn sure better than fucking Jay Electronica, <laughs> to be honest. Um, so... I think I've voiced my my opinion about it to you a little bit, but I don't know if you've really talked to told me about what you really thought about it. Um, I know we spoke briefly. I thought it was on the podcast. It must have been not, but you definitely asked me what I thought if I listened and all that. Um, I I I like the album. It's definitely the sharpest. Yes, lyrically, I feel like for both of them. Yes, um, they both pretty much match each other throughout the whole entire thing how many tracks is on that you remember is it pretty uh, short too like 10 12 10 or 12 let me check um it is called with or without it i don't know if i mentioned that there is 11 okay 11 tracks um i don't know if i like it overall better than the last one which was planet of the shapes right unless you count the one where he did with uh napalm um it was only like six or so tracks though, wasn't it? When that was the short one. Yeah, well, it's yeah, it's an like EP. An EP? Yeah. yeah, it's six tracks. So okay, I mean, we can count it, but I'm going off the last full length one, which I'm pretty sure was yes. Planet of the Shapes. Yeah, I liked Planet of the Shapes a lot. I, yeah, I liked. Um, I think I like it overall better than this one. But my favorite track of it was track number two, which I'm pretty sure is called Bottom Line. Yep. Bottom okay. line's good. Yeah, and then um, I liked a lot of the the the, the subjects they tackled on that album. Mm-hmm. It's stuff that you don't generally hear from them, which shows some maturity, and I right. like that. You know, I'm um, talking about different things and still being dope about it, still pulling out some bars for that ass. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, and the production was pretty similar throughout, which you know I didn't realize till after the end, but I can kind of tell like it was either one or two producers throughout the whole thing. Same dude. I yep. love the co. I love that. I always talk about cohesiveness. Yep. I feel like an album should flow front to back, without much variance in tone and you right. know maybe here and there just to spice things up, but largely you could tell that one was produced by one or two people tops, and I I like the whole flow of the album front to back. Right. I really do. I, I liked it because, uh, I don't know, did you ever listen to the Junkyard Samurai album? Uh, that one was pretty short. Yeah, I think it was right. only like six or seven tracks. Yeah. Um, that was with them and Prob Cause, and yeah. they went a little more musical on right, that one. Right, And I love, man, I love when Term sings. He should definitely do it more. He has a very good voice, um, and he he grew up singing and playing guitar and his whole family's musicians and stuff okay. like that. Um so he's insanely musical and I think they showed that on this album a lot too is their their different side like um cuz term plays guitar and sings and a little bit of piano and stuff and act doesn't do shit except <laughs> rap and write like poetry and uh, he does a lot of like video editing and okay. pictures and stuff. So they both do a lot of different stuff. Uh, but yeah, I think this album kind of showcased their talents more. Gotcha. This is an album that I wanted to be a little longer. Oh, okay. You know, I wish it was 14, 13 tracks, something like that. Yeah. But um, I'm not upset about it. I, I love every single every single song on this album. Love all of them. Every single one. Um, my favorite is probably, I want to say Bad Animals. That's okay. the one where Term sings a lot. Uh, but then bringing the 90s back. Yeah. That one has bars in it, man. Like the, the beat is a very 90s upbeat, kind of a playful beat. Right. So you don't really pay attention to it much. But it's kind of like, um, shit, what, what was there? party song no foam in the cup yeah it's kind of like that where it's kind of a party song and stuff but when you actually listen to the bars it's some of their like heaviest lyrical stuff okay and i i love it 
Yeah, I don't remember all the details from that one, to be honest, but I have to go give that another spin. I love it, man. I love it. And then uh, Rohypno. Yeah. The last track. They yeah. came out with a video for that. I don't know if you saw oh, that. Oh, right. Yeah, I've seen that posting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, super good. Uh, the Their videographer's the same dude that... Uh, you know that they've been using for years we actually met say. him in chicago um, right, hanging okay. out with rebel Damn. paul you remember paul yeah yeah a little tiny dude yeah. right so i, I uh I, about that. I posted on there like it's cool to see paul's videography get better and better like he's always been very good mm-hmm. but this video man there's just crazy like awesome shit like yeah he's, visuals and all that he's yeah. always been good with yeah. the yeah yeah so psychedelic um, type shit definitely yeah. shout out shout out to to paul um definitely check out rohypnol on uh on youtube by the palmer squares i'm kind of debating on playing it as an outro track just because do it because it's it's fire dude i love it do it yeah i, I know the song is i gotta check the video out maybe i'll do bad animals i don't know we'll, <laughs> we'll figure it out how about this you listen to the album again okay for me in the next day or two. Okay. Um. Actually, yeah. Today or or Sunday or Monday, something like that. Okay. Um. It's only forty one minutes. Yeah, shouldn't be a problem to do it. Uh. Let me know your top two or three tracks okay. you want to end this episode with. Well, I told you my favorite one, so I'll I'll give you two more. On okay. Top of that. Okay. Um. But yeah, we're gonna play that as an outro track. Fuck it, one ah. of them because it's super dope. Uh, we, I've been, you know, both of us really, we've been supporting them since Dude. 2000, what, 11, yeah. 2012. Honestly, if I ever joined anybody's Patreon, it'd probably be theirs. Yeah. I'm on it. Yeah. 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 I'm on it and stuff. Uh, fingers crossed. I'm a very speak it into existence type person. Mm-hmm. Right. So obviously with the Corona shit going on, don't know what's going to happen, but in August, uh, the Palmer Squares are playing uh, Freak Stomp in Butler, uh, which is the festival that uh, Then I Fly was trying to get on okay. that we promoted right. for them. Right. Hopefully they get on there. There's still openings and stuff like that. Hashtag Then I Fly uh, at Freak Stomp. Um, but they're going to play, Palmer Squares are going to play at, at Freak Stomp. And I messaged them and said, hey, you know, our studios only probably 10, 15 miles away yeah. from that area. And it's probably going to be even closer to that from where you're staying. Because they're right. probably going to stay very close to us right. to some extent. Probably going to stay around Hanley or I something like say, that. Yeah, like, off of 13 right. or something like that. Something like there. that. So, yeah. And they said, hey, let's try to make it happen. Yes. So we'll see. We'll see what's up. Um schedules and things like that but like i'll call off work i'll yeah you know i'll do what i need to i'll i'll miss my grandma's funeral whatever shit don't care (laughs) um but i mean i've been listening to these guys since 2010 so it's been a decade right holy shit it's been a decade and you were introduced what 2011 12 no i was 13 actually okay or not yeah about the middle of 13 yes but yes but um, I'll tell you what, if you haven't, just check them out. They got music that's got me through tough times in my life. Uh, good smoke music, if you want to do that to right. it. I mean, they got all types of music, and the bars are always up. Right. They should be a lot more popular than what they are. It just baffles me how some people have just so much talent, and right. they just don't get the exposure. They're, it so just, It's just baffling to me. I, I think we mentioned it uh, in our episode like seven or something, like a long ass time ago, mm-hmm. uh, where we were talking about our favorite artists or our favorite rappers. Yeah, yeah. And Term's up there for me. Term is probably in my top, he's close to my top five favorite rappers. Not necessarily best, but close. Yeah. I mean, he's he's probably top 10, top 15 best rappers I know. Right. And that's crazy. Um, yeah, he's yeah, been dope for a long time. I think their Instagram has like 20,000 followers, which wow. is which is a lot, but like that's it's nothing not... compared to, you know, all these other people. Yeah, man. And I'm I, sure Walker Flock of Flame has, oh my you know, God. a few million. Right. But yeah, Term <laughs> and Ak is coming around, man. Ak oh, yeah. is, Ak is. Like I said, on this album. Yeah, he's, he's basically he's, on par I mean, with, yeah. with Term. Yeah. So. Yeah. Those two guys are in my top 10 favorite rappers. 
and probably my top 10 best rappers as well just for their lyrical content how they put shit together yeah. um what they talk about their vocabulary is huge for me huge. if yeah. if i have to google what you just said to figure out kind of like with the j electronica stuff right. but he was talking about religion and putting right, that's in the tongues. Only reason. And, it, that's the only reason it was over my head. Not yeah. because he was saying some shit that's like, right. whoa. And I, I don't care about that. Yeah. Like, so I'm not going to look that up. But when Term calls somebody a Meshuggah putz, I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is that? And it's a Jewish term for somebody who's basically a crazy idiot type thing. Mm -hmm. So he's, he's calling you like a dumbass idiot type thing. <laughs> I'm like, that's dope. All right. So now I know Meshuggah putts. Um, cause I think it's a Meshuggah and a putts. I had to look it up cause I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? And these guys are, I kind of like to think we're similar in the sense of we're like silly fucking smart people. Like, I don't want to say a genius cause I'm not a genius, but I'm relatively smart, mm -hmm. but I'm a f goofy ass motherfucker and I want to laugh and giggle about fart jokes and poop and all this stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But at the same time, you can be intelligent. And that's why I definitely, definitely love these guys a lot. So definitely check them out on YouTube, the Palmer Squares, uh, especially if you like any type of hip hop. I guarantee you will at least appreciate it. At least. Yes. So, I mean, with that with that said, guys, this was episode 36 mm -hmm. of the Average AF Podcast. It's crazy. Every day that, or every week, that number goes up. Every week. Every week. It goes up by one. By one? Yep. Damn. It never goes up by two. It has went up by two one week. What if it went down? I think we're doing something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think what's even more impressive, though, is the fact that we've literally done at least one every single week. Yep. Never missed a week. Never. And that's crazy considering both parents and both have full-time jobs. and Yep. Different schedules. Yes. We make the shit work. We don't make excuses. We could easily yep. be like, dog, I'm tired. Right. I'll hit your ass up tomorrow. Nope. 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 Get your ass in here. Right. I love it. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for, for checking out episode 36. As a reminder, obviously follow us everywhere. Uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And then our Patreon is where you can get a lot of bonus content as well. We have, uh, last I knew, like 18 bonus posts. Ooh, ooh. Shout out. Hey, we, we're thinking for a name for you guys too, so stay tuned. Um, we're open to suggestions, by the way. Not saying we'll pick yours, but yeah, you we... I I kind of want to play it off of the name of our podcast. Doesn't have to be. Right. If you think of a cool enough name, you know, shoot it to us. We'll we'll consider it. Yeah, we want to we want a name for the community and things like that. So we're we're obviously open to suggestions. But uh, hit us up on Patreon. Two bucks a month, you get a ton of ton of content that'll definitely help you help you through the quarantine. Uh, but with that said, guys, happy quarantine, and have a good night. And we in. Every song now in hip-hop is one song on repeat with new words. You know, I love hip-hop, but at the rate it's going right now, I could do with or without it. Every man for themselves though I never answer my cell phone Nodding my head to a bell tone It's well known I sell smoke by the elbow Hell no, we don't play that Send a haystack to the needle Tell your homies to hang back And save that for the sequel Hell no, we don't play that Send a stray cat to the cage rat I'm amazed that you could take it I take it, you finna get paid back Modern man is a weasel Not a man of the people Got a tank full of gas Got a bag full of diesel Got a canvas of easel I need a bucket of paint They said I wasn't the saint I said well fuck if I ain't Stupid dumb he an imbecile To be one indivisible You curmudgeonly critics is To be grudging and cynical The crew run run the clinic 
on the globe. Mama told me not to worry. Papa sold us down the river. Rock and roll. My vision blurry in a hurry. So quick to call it a tragedy. Yo, bitch calling me daddy. Roll hip, not in her daiquiri. Savage term is a caveman. Planet turned to a wasteland. Since I've been in the game, really haven't made any game plan. Need to know what it is first. Speak the holiest scriptures. See me holding my dick if you see me posing for pictures. We ain't no fucking hipsters. Everybody raise your fist up if you love to play the victim. If you love to blame the system, shut a speed, cut a sequence. Luckily, I'm a genius. The company I keep is underneath what beneath is. Somebody's gonna see this. We look like a bundle of sticks. We look like a couple of dicks. Puppetry of the penis. Submarines in the deep. Submachines in the streets. Keep a cool exterior. You're bubbling underneath. Uh. I'm a knot in the yarn. Spin me a web. Intolerant heart. Sick in the head. Bodily harm when I sound the alarm at the top of the chart like I did it again. Don't forget what I said. My squad will be stomping the yard. That's physical ed. Spock and Picard in a fictional track. Hop in the car, then I whip it and wreck. You're not up to par. Give me respect. Flipping a deck of Monopoly cards. Hotter than carne asada. We got us a bottle, so I'll take a shot in the dark. I'm on the rocket to Mars. Jotting phenomenal bars. See why you've been dropping your guard? I've been watching our margin of profit in large. Rowdy is Roddy. I'm really a radical. Erratically writing a rap. I get rid of derivative rhythms and rip on original written to bits. I'm an animal. Grammatical brilliance with the infallible wit. Yo, it is incompatible. Rocking and rolling. I'm out of control with the diligence. I never get a sabbatical. I find it annoying to ramble. Ironically pouring my damn soul into frivolous dribbling diction. Lit is the pinnacle point of a candle. Nine of them on a menorah. Bible, Quran, and the Torah. Destroy your Sodom, Gomorrah. Knock at my door and I've got to ignore ya. We're better than ever. Feeling ready whenever, never need to warm up. Fall asleep in Tahiti. Wake up on the floor in Florida. I'm like an orchid to aqua. These borders were meant to be crossed. So top of the morning from a corridor in Bora Bora. Bitch, I'm a boss. But I can't pretend that I'll ever be comfortable trusting myself. If you ask me, I've never been anything other than somebody else. What in the hell is the matter with y'all? Charlatans don't have a dog in a fight. Arguing over the wrong and the right. A target to all and do all a good night.